Welcome to the special offering of Your Neighbor, a Priest, where we'll journey together each week exploring in roughly five minutes or less a different element of the Episcopal Church. This week, what it means to be a gospel-centered Bible church. One of the identifiers that many churches use today to try and distinguish themselves from others are the terms gospel-centered and or Bible church. What is meant by this terminology is that their churches, as opposed to others, are primarily focused on the gospel message and the Bible. This type of church often sees a worship service consisting of so-called contemporary music, a message, that is a sermon, that lasts anywhere from 45 to 90 minutes, and often an altar call for baptism, which one can respond to as many times as they feel so called. What may be in the use of this term is the impression that liturgical churches, like the Episcopal Church, are not gospel-centered or Bible-focused churches because of our use of liturgy. However, the Episcopal Church is a gospel-centered Bible church. Every single Sunday, you will hear four pieces of scripture read directly from the Bible at an Episcopal church, with those lessons being the same no matter which church you attend, as they come from a common calendar of assigned readings called the lectionary. You will hear pretty much every Sunday a lesson from the Old Testament that informs the history of our faith traditions, a psalm that speaks to our relationship with God throughout time, a New Testament lesson that illustrates how the followers of Jesus began to expand the lessons and teachings of Christ post-resurrection, and finally, a gospel lesson is proclaimed every week to connect us to Christ in a specific season like Advent or Lent, or within a specific theme or a series over a series of weeks. The priest, or someone else who is trained for this purpose, will then offer the sermon, the message from which we reflect upon the readings we have heard that day, connecting the various stories of our tradition across time and relating them to the experience of living our faith in our society today. Following these Bible lessons and sermon reflection, we then turn to the words of the Nicene Creed, where we state what we believe in a form of prayer that dates to the very foundations of the recognized Christian church. We then offer a confession for the sins we have committed throughout the week and seek forgiveness, receiving absolution for our sins through the promise made and realized in the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that's just the first half of our service. In the second half, we take the gospel story of the Last Supper and the instructions that we've received from Paul's letters as we practice the Holy Eucharist or communion, that is the sharing of bread and wine that is consecrated or blessed by a priest, and we share that with one another each week. We use the very words that Christ used in starting this practice during the Last Supper before his betrayal and death. In remembering this tradition that Christ has left for us, and in recognition that it is through our deep biblical connection to Christ in the way that we worship that connects us to God and to one another, we then share in the Eucharist together. Now, all of this doesn't even take into account the music that is interwoven throughout our worship that often takes scripture as an inspiration, if not the very source for the lyrics contained therein. 
So while churches certainly can use the moniker of a gospel-centered or Bible church, you would be hard-pressed to find one that truly centers the Bible and gospel in every aspect of its service with the depth and intentionality that is found in the Episcopal tradition. It just simply is who we are and how we worship on a weekly basis. Thank you for joining me this week as we've explored what it means for the Episcopal Church to be considered a gospel-centered Bible church. I hope you'll join me next week as we explore our musical tradition. Until then, may God's blessing be with you and know that my door is always open if you have more questions. Just drop me an email at nic at sslv.org and we can find a time to meet, share a cup of coffee or tea, and talk more about this church that I love.